Welcome to Shadow Dominatrix, the podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain. On this show, you can expect to learn all about what makes you tick as we use human design, shadow work, and step into the taboo dom sub world to answer the inner call to become a turned on, unfuckwithable woman of wealth and personal power to become a shadow dominatrix. I promise you it will be liberating, spicy, and certainly kinky, but one thing it will never be, and that's vanilla. Welcome back, my friends. This week, we continue to dissect the complexities of personal power and leadership with unyielding precision and insightful depth. Today's episode embarks on an in-depth exploration of the intricate dynamics between thoughts, emotions, and action. The pivotal elements that sculpt the quality of our personal and professional lives. Our focus today zeroes in on the nuanced dissonance between our feelings and our actions, exemplified by the paradox of experiencing impatience while engaging in the of patience. This episode serves as a compelling invitation to challenge your prevailing understanding, refine your actions with intention, and elevate your strategic approach to success. Let's navigate the sophisticated art of self-mastery together, unraveling the misconceptions that cloud our judgment to reveal the actionable truths that lie beneath. This episode came to me this week as I have been doing a lot of your work. And it was interesting to watch my emotional state change each day throughout the process. I'd start off very enthusiastic, very uh, determined to conquer the, the yard. And about maybe an hour in each day, I would have this feeling of dread, like I wasn't far enough along. I was never going to get done. This was too hard. This was too much work. Should I just go in and call, you know, some type of landscape crew to come out and do the work? Like all of the things. and. I would just let that play while I kept weeding and working until I would get to the point where I was almost done with the section that I had planned to do that day. And then I would start to feel good again. And I noticed that during the moments when I didn't feel so good about what I was doing, Right. I was tired of doing it, especially like day three and four. It got really, really strong of this is just ridiculous. Why am I bothering? Like all the thoughts were coming and the emotions were there. But what I realized was that it didn't matter how it felt. If I kept continuing to do the action, I was finishing the sections that I had planned to finish each day 
usually within the time frame that I wanted to get them done, even though in the moments where it felt like I wasn't making progress, my brain wanted to tell me that it wasn't going fast enough or I should be further along or it shouldn't be so hard. Like all these things kept coming up. And I just thought that would be a great thing for us to discuss this week is what do we do with the emotions we have when they don't feel so good and things aren't as fun as we wanted them to be or as easy as we want them to be or anything that we want them to be, right? And we recently talked a lot about should. And that's really what was happening here. My brain was telling me it shouldn't be this hard. It should be easier. It shouldn't take this long. Like all of the shoulds that were not based in any kind of fact, truth, like anything. So let's dive in and take a look at where we misalign our actions because the feelings that we have take a soft course. And a lot of times, and we're going to talk about this, a lot of times it's we haven't even correctly identified the emotion to begin with. And then now we're really uh, off track with the actions that we're taking because they're not really moving us towards the goal itself, right? And in my case, it was a beautifully coiffed yard I take a lot of pride in my yard and what it looks like. And it's all for me. I love a beautiful yard. So anyway, let's dive in. The exploration of this dissonance between emotions, character traits, and actions is a profound journey into the complexity of human psychology. This phenomenon where our internal state does not always align with the external expressions or behaviors reveals the intricate layers of our psyche, right? So let's dive deeper into this discourse, challenging the norms and embracing a sophisticated understanding of ourselves. So I want to look at a few emotions um, or emotion versus actions that we tend to misunderstand or misconstrue. So if we look at courage versus fear, commonly we misconstrue courage as the absence of fear. However, true courage often involves acting in the face of fear. And a person may feel terrified but proceed with the necessary action embodying courage, not by negating fear, but by confronting it and moving through it, right? And this reveals a nuanced perspective on bravery, recognizing it as testament to one's strength in navigating fear rather than simply overcoming, just like I was doing in the yard with how hard it was supposed to be. Another one that I see a lot is confidence versus insecurity. Confidence is frequently misinterpreted as an innate, unshakable belief in one's abilities. 
right? We think that we have to have confidence before we can take an action. Yet many individuals who appear confident are simultaneously wrestling with insecurities. Acting confidently does not preclude the existence of self-doubt. Rather, it signifies the ability to proceed effectively despite your results or despite your doubts. This distinction encourages a reevaluation of confidence as a dynamic process of managing insecurities rather than a static state of being, uh, like free from. Another is empathy versus detachment. Empathy is often seen as the direct antithesis of detachment. However, to effectively navigate the emotional landscapes of others, a certain degree of uh, detachment is necessary. And this allows us to comprehend and resonate with the emotions of others without being overwhelmed by them. Thus, true empathy might involve a blend of deep emotional management and strategic emotional distance, challenging the notion that these states are mutually exclusive. Um, let's look at a couple more. So strength versus vulnerability. This is a huge one for me. Strength is traditionally viewed as the capacity to remain unyielding and pervious to emotional pain. Yet real strength may be most evident in the willingness to be vulnerable, to expose one's fears and uncertainties. Acknowledging vulnerability requires a formidable kind of courage that defies the conventional equation of strength with emotional stoicism. This reconceptualization invites a more authentic embrace of strength, one that incorporates vulnerability as an integral component. And last one, let's look at happiness versus sadness. The pursuit of happiness is often framed as an endeavor to eradicate sadness. However, genuine happiness does not entail the absence of sadness, but rather the capacity to accept and find meaning in it. Experiencing sadness can deepen one's capacity for joy as it emphasizes the value and the transient nature of happy moments. This perspective shifts the goal from avoiding sadness to integrating it as a vital element to a fulfilled life. So each of these examples underscores the bespoke nature of personal growth and empowerment. They invite us to eschew simplistic, one-size-fits-all narratives in favor of a more nuanced understanding of our emotional landscape. And by embracing the complexity of our emotions and our actions, we can navigate our personal and professional lives with a greater authenticity and sophistication, aligning more closely 
with the ethos of a sophisticated savant. So the one example that I want to use, because I think it's really easy for all of us to understand, is the act of patience versus the feeling of patience and how those very um, are, are very easily misconstrued. So delving into the common yet complex scenario of practicing patience illustrates a profound paradox between our internal emotional state and our outward actions. And this juxtaposition, person engulfed in feelings of impatience while steadfastly engaging in patient behavior, sheds light on a critical misunderstanding. It reveals how often we misinterpret our feelings as direct reflections of reality, which can mislead us, affecting our determination towards our goals. Think about how many times you have felt impatient while waiting. So the feeling of impatience or lack of patience is just that um, vibration in your body. It's just an emotion. doesn't mean anything. And it can exist while you are actually exhibiting a patient activity, waiting. Think about stock portfolios or you know, any, any type of compounding that is happening in your world takes patience, right? We have to wait for things to play out or happen. Yet the whole time we could be feeling impatient while it, while we're actually practicing patience. So I feel like I said that a million times, but it's true. This dissonance between what we feel and what we manifest through our actions underscores a pivotal confusion. It leads us to erroneously conclude that our emotional discomfort or our impatience unequivocally dictates our ability to persevere, thereby causing us to prematurely abandon our pursuits under the false premise that our feelings govern our capabilities. Emotions are intricate physiological responses to external and internal stimuli, resulting in a cascade of changes within our body and our brain. And these changes, akin to vibrations or waves, resonate through us often becoming entangled with the thoughts that provoke them. In contrast, actions are the tangible manifestations of our will, informed by the complex interplay of emotions and thoughts and rational analysis. And this critical distinction highlights the autonomy of our actions from our emotions. Understanding this separation allows us to grasp that while emotions may inspire or influence our actions, they do not and should not define them outright. 
Navigating the journey from thought to feeling to action is a path laden with potential misinterpretations. Negative or distorted thoughts can spawn emotions that are starkly misaligned with our actual capabilities or the realities of our circumstance. For example, a pervasive fear of failure may engender feelings of anxiety that are disproportionate to our true potential or the actual likelihood of failure. These skewed emotional responses can mislead us into taking actions or refraining from action that derail us from our intended paths, underscoring the need for vigilance in our self-awareness and the narratives that we construct about our abilities and our worth. Correcting our course necessitates a commitment to mindful introspection and critical examination of our thoughts. Strategies such as challenging the accuracy and the origin of our thoughts, fostering emotional literacy to better comprehend and articulate our feelings, and adopting mindfulness practices to observe our internal processes without immediate reaction or pivot. This refined approach allows us to align our actions more closely with our core values and long-term objectives, empowering us to navigate our lives with intention and authenticity, rather than being swayed by the ebb and flow of transient emotions. In a culture that often equates success with hardship, we encounter a pervasive dissonance between emotion and action. And the belief that success must be arduously hard fuels a collective inclination towards mediocrity. When in truth, the requisite actions for success are within our reach. And by redefining hard work, in terms of dedicated, consistent effort, rather than a measure of emotional strife, we pave the way toward a more accurate and empowering understanding of what it means to be successful. This recalibration encourages us to view the pursuit of success not as an emotional battleground, but as a series of deliberate strategic actions grounded in resilience and clarity of purpose. Now, my yard work story at the beginning of this episode highlights this understanding perfectly. The only thing that was actually happening was my consistent progression towards a beautifully coiffed yard. What was leading me astray during the process was my thought that it should feel different. It was the rumination in my mind, my brain telling me things, and the vibrations in my body that didn't feel so good that were trying to get me to give up, basically. Just go go in the house. Go sit down. Call someone. Let someone else do this. You don't need to do it. Like, all the stories were happening. So. Let's wrap this up. 
our deep dive today illuminates the significant impact of distinguishing between our emotional experiences and our actionable responses. Recognizing and addressing the dissonance between what we feel and what we do offers a powerful pathway out of cycles of doubt and avoidance and um, abandonment. This episode challenges you to embrace the nuanced dance between thoughts, emotions, and actions. Stepping confidently towards your goals, armed with a clear understanding of the critical distinction between feeling and doing. So, thank you for joining me today. And as we continue to challenge the conventional, embrace the unconventional, and redefine our narratives, I invite you to reflect on the dissonance in your own life. Consider how realigning your emotions and actions can compel you towards unparalleled growth and achievement. And that is it, my friends. I will see you next week. If you are intrigued by the possibility of reinventing yourself and crafting the future you truly desire, then welcome to the future journey. It's more than just a concept. It's a transformative process designed to guide you towards becoming the leader and the visionary of your own life. The future framework is about shedding the limitations of your past, understanding your shadow synergy, and stepping boldly into the future where you are in complete command. It's about creating a powerful dialogue with your future self the one who holds the wisdom and the strength you're striving for. This journey is about making a consensual contract with your future self, treating every decision and action as a step towards the person you're meant to become. It's not just about change. It's about evolution and intentional metamorphosis. Ready to begin? Download the Ultimate Roadmap Now to Next workbook. This is your first step towards reinvention using the future framework. It's your guide to unlocking the dominion of your true potential. Don't just dream about your future. Start creating it. Visit roadmap.shadowdom.com and download your copy of the Ultimate Roadmap Now to Next workbook. Begin your transformative journey today.